Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? How we doing today? Man, does it feel good to begin this podcast out to y'all? Listen, I know, it's Monday. It's a weird day. You usually don't get a podcast out on these days, but it's been odd. I was busy on Thursday. Um, then I traveled Friday from Missouri to Kentucky. Uh, Saturday was my grandpa's birthday. That's why we came to Kentucky. Uh, well, Saturday was his birthday party. Sunday was his actual birthday, so we're celebrating with him. And then today I was like, you know what, I can, I'm going to get it out, I'm free. And it's not like anything special, this podcast isn't, it's just a recap of the tread, trade deadline, uh, what happened, like most of all the trades, like there's nothing else in this podcast, so if you're not a big baseball fan or anything, then I would just click off, unless you want to stay and listen to my voice. Um, it's a little raunchy today, the weather appears beautiful, but it's changed dramatically from Missouri's 100 to now it's like 75 here 80 so a very big difference change but we get through it we're going to make the most out of every day and we're going to go through the trade deadline and I'm literally going through almost every single trade that happened last week if it was Monday Tuesday Wednesday I'm talking about majority of the trades especially if they were big names you got you've got it under control by your boy JT Noah and we'll start right now with Monday on Monday, uh, the Pirates, the Pittsburgh Pirates decided to trade their uh, utility man. I mean, he's a second baseman, but he can play anywhere, outfield too, uh, to the Padres. While the Padres gave up uh, infielder Tukapia Marcano, outfielder Jake Sawanski, and right-handed pitcher uh, Michelle Millian. Um, the real question is, is I think what, what the Pirate or not the Pirates, the Padres were trying to do here is you can move around the players. You could put their second baseman, Cronensworth, at first and then take Hosmer out. But you don't want to take Hosmer out because you're paying him a crap ton of money. So they were going to try to move Hosmer during the deadline as well. And they just couldn't find a person who would want to pick up that horrible contract the Padres have with Hosmer. I mean, it's a horrible contract for the Padres. A great contract for Hosmer, obviously. But you got to figure out a way. You were trying to figure out a way to get Hosmer out of there if you were San Diego and you couldn't. So now you're putting Adam Frazier out in uh, left field for the moment. And so that sucks. Because not only are you paying Hosmer a buttload of money and he's not performing to that money standard, you're also now trying to figure out another person you have to take out of your lineup because you don't have a DH. So we'll see how the Padres do it. There was rumors they were about to get another big acquisition. We'll talk about that in a little bit later. But the pod, the Pirates and Padres got it started on Monday. And really nothing happened on Tuesday. And then Wednesday came. And Wednesday came. And it was boom. The Yankees were like, all right, let's do this. We need a left-handed power batter. I don't care if he uh, strikes out a lot. We're playing in the Bronx. It's just a short porch. Let's go get us a big bat. And there was a lot of speculation. Joey Gallo was uh, going to be on the move this year. Last year of his contract. We'll see where he's going to go. And I was thinking, oh, watch him go to the Rays. Like, watch him go to the Rays. But then they got Nelson Cruz. And they already have a lot of lefty bats. And then uh, people like the Red Sox. And I was like, okay, okay. I like that, actually. And then my, my first thing was like, what if the Braves get him? Because Acuna is out for the year. Another left-handed bat. I know he's not as fast or mobile or best defense like Acuna, but they need another outfield. And then the Yankees were like, nah, we'll take him. Yankees traded for Joey Gallo. They got Joey Gallo and uh, Jolie Rodriguez. They traded uh, four of their prospects. Infielder Ezekiel Duran, uh, Josh Smith, Trevor Howard, and right-handed pitcher Glenn Otto. 
So three infielders and one pitcher. So a good trade. They gave up a lot, but I mean, you're getting what you want with Joey Gallo. He's a power bat. He will not hit for average. He will strike out a couple times. He will strike out four times in a game. And don't boo him, Yankees fans. Joey Gallo is a human being who is loved. And I love Joey Gallo. So I love this trade, even though I hate the Yankees. But that is okay. Then the Diamondbacks go, hey, we'll trade our infielder uh, Edward Escobar to the Brewers for outfielder Cooper Hummel and infielder Albert Surprain. And I think this is going to go under the radar. Like, all the Braves trades are going to go under the radar because they're not big names. The I meant the Brewers, not the Braves. The Brewers trades that they made this uh, off uh, trade deadline were so under the radar and low, like, not low value, but they weren't like superstars, but they were perfect pieces for their team to make a run for the World Series. And I'm being honest with you, the Brewers have a really legitimate shot at beating probably the favorites in the uh, Dodgers for the World Series because the Brewers went out and got pieces that actually fit their need that are low value with high contracts that will get them far into the playoffs and they have the perfect bullpen they have a three-headed monster and they have the perfect bullpen and everything so i love what the brewers are doing and then the a's okay this trade here is a very win-win situation for both teams the oakland a's traded uh, left-handed pitcher Jesus Lazardo, which he's also he's a starting left-handed pitcher, to the Marlins for outfielder Starling Marte. Well, now the Marlins have a very very strong starting rotation, and I mean you have you have six of Sanchez, you have Lazardo, Cabrera, Edward Cabrera. I mean th- they've got a lot of good pieces in Marlins. Uh, Rotation, but then the A's went out and got an outfielder they needed in Starling Marte. So I love the pickup by the uh, A's. I don't, and I love, and I love what the Marlins got in return that Lazardo, because Lazardo is going to turn out to be a phenomenal pitcher. Nothing really happened the rest of Wednesday, and then Thursday came. And Thursday, it was like, oh, it's starting to heat up, boys. It's like bacon. It is sizzling good. And I'm going to leave the big boy for the last one. But let's start off with the uh, the Nats. The Nats started slow. The Nats started it off during the morning, midday. They traded uh, right-handed pitcher Daniel Hudson to San Diego for right-handed pitcher Mason Thompson and shortstop Jordy Barley. Two prospects. Uh, Daniel Hudson will help the Nat, uh, Padres right now. They needed some bullpen help. Got to get that bullpen going. You have to have pitching and offense to win in the MLB. And right now, the offense is all they got, even though Tatis is injured. And that is scary news for the Padres. Could have season-ending injury. So we'll see what happens there. But you have to have offense and pitching. You also have the Nets trading again. They traded Kyle Schwarber to the Red Sox for right-handed pitcher Aldo Ramirez. Now, Kyle Schwarber uh, is on the I.L., they're hoping to have him back. Um, they said they're hoping to have him back uh, mid-August. So we'll see how that goes. But I believe no matter what, once he comes back, he's going to be a huge help for the Red Sox. A left-handed power bat. Like I said, a left-handed power bat is in Joey Gallo. They didn't get him. They go and get Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber has, was having a phenomenal year before he went on the IL. Then you have the Cubs. The Cubs were sellers, folks. Like, sellers. 
Cubs traded right-handed pitcher Ryan Tapera to the White Sox for left-handed pitcher Bailey Horn, literally across the street trade. It helps the, I mean, the White Sox, after this trade deadline, have a phenomenal, probably a top two, maybe top one uh, bullpen with the way they did their trading. Then the Raids traded Diego Castillo to the Mariners for right, right-handed pitcher JT Tri- Trigaros and third baseman Austin Shinton. This is a this is a trade that uh, people were like questioning, and I see why they did it. Listen, Diego Castillo is going on our arbitration, which means he's going to get paid really well next season. And these right-handed pitcher JT Trigaros is young. He throws mid nineties, high fastball. You love to see that. He has a sinker, I believe, as well. The Rays got really good stuff in return for Diego Castillo, who's on his last year of his contract before arbitration. So, great move by the Rays. The Rays always outsmart the others. Like, I don't think people understand. The Rays build up their farm system. They use their their place people well, and then they, like, trade them at the right time so they can get more value for them. Unlike the Colorado Rockies with Trevor Story, of course. But, we'll get into that later. Uh, Also that day, the Royals traded Danny Duffy. I know. If you're a Kansas City fan, you always love Danny Duffy. Danny Duffy's been a hometown favorite. He's a lefty starting pitcher, but he's on the IL right now. That is okay. The Royals traded Danny Duffy with some of his money to pay off his contract, or whatever they owe, to the Dodgers for a player to be named. So we'll see what the Royals pick out of the list that the Dodgers give them. And here's the thing. I don't think Danny Duffy's going to be a starting pitcher for the Dodgers. I want to get that straight. I don't think Danny Duffy will be a starting pitcher for the, the Dodgers. I think he's going to be that long reliever for the Dodgers come postseason time. They're going to use him more as a a middle, uh, what do you want to call it? Oh, middle reliever. So like, oh, your, your starter only could go four innings. Well, Danny Duffy will come in and get five, six, and seven with ease out of him. And then he can go again tomorrow for five, six, and seven. So I think he's going to be a middle reliever. Now let's go back to what happened. Oh, God. We're going to start with... Another Cubs player. Cubs player got traded. Anthony Rizzo got traded. And Anthony Rizzo also got traded to the Bronx. They're the Yankees. So the Yankees, right now, and this is only Thursday, on my trade deadline talks, you have Joey Gallo now, and you have Anthony Rizzo. Two power left-handed bats. Now, obviously, Anthony Rizzo is more of a more power and contact hitter than Joey Gallo, because Joey Gallo only hits dingers and strikes out. Sometimes he walks. But Anthony Rizzo, he can hit a little bit with average. He can hit nukes and then he can also walk a little he's got some patience at the plate and he wanted to stay in chicago he's like i wanted to i wanted to ride the ship no matter if it was sinking or uh floating but the cubs were like we got to get talent out of you and they did so the cubs traded anthony rizzo they got outfitter kevin arcantero and right-handed pitcher alexander uh viscano so they got an outfielder and a right-handed pitcher Great move by the Cubs. Even good move, even better move for the Yankees, who were trying to build their way back up into the wild card spot because they were so far behind. They were they're set, they're still seven games back from the AL East starting spot with the Rays and um, Red Sox ahead of them. You have the Rays now, who just took over the top spot by one and a half games because they just swept the Rays. So I mean, they just swept the Red Sox. So you've got to find ways to get back into this division and the wild card spot if you're the Yankees, and right now they're trying to do that the best they can. And then the big, like the big trade happened, like the ginormous. Earlier in the day, there was talks, oh, Padres are close to trading, uh, getting Max Scherzer on a trade. 
and everyone's going nuts. Oh my God, oh my God, the Padres are going to do it. The Padres are going to do it. And then four hours later, four hours later, talks with the Padres have stopped with the Nationals for Max Scherzer as talks with the Dodgers have increasingly intensified Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. So two premier all-stars would be traded to the Dodgers. And everyone's like, oh shit, this is about to go down. This is about to go down. Oh no, this is not going to do this. And then it happened. The Nationals trade right-handed pitcher, starting pitcher, Max Scherzer out of the University of Missouri. I want to put that in there, sorry. In shortstop, Trey Turner. They traded him to the Dodgers. Four. Four prospects. You got Josiah Gray, which is a right-handed pitcher, and catcher Kiebert Ruiz, the two top prospects in the organization. They also got right-handed pitcher Gerardo Carrillo and outfielder Donovan Casey. Listen, if you're a Nats fan, you're a little upset. Obviously, you just traded two, probably your two best players, at least top three players away. But that return, that return is phenomenal. Listen, a very good, very phenomenal young catcher, a right-handed uh, pitcher, reliever, Josiah Gray, who has played phenomenal this year in the minors, and then two mediocre players that have very good potential in Gerardo Carrillo and outfielder Donovan Casey. Listen, I can't pronounce that, that one pitcher's name, Gerardo, but it is okay. He is going to be good if he can find his way in the minor leagues, and he could be a major league player in two years, and you want to see that with a trade like this. So yes, yes, the Dodgers got two all-star players, but the Nationals did not get Felice one bit. So, that all happened on Thursday. And then to top it all off, uh, Cleveland Indians manager Terry Francona was stepping down due to health reasons. So on Thursday, everything happened. And then the sad news of Terry Francona having to step down because of health issues. And that happened immediately. So right now they have that interim in. So that sucks for the Indians. Friday comes and Friday is the last day. 3 o'clock is the trade deadline. You can't do anything else after 3 o'clock. So here we go. What happened Friday? Oh, Indians. Let's go. Indians traded outfielder Eddie Rosario to the Braves for infielder Pablo Sandoval. What in the hell is this? <laughs> I get it. Eddie Rosario is a little old, but Pablo Sandoval is grandpa old. Um, yeah, sure, Pablo is doing great, but he's more of a, a bench bat. A bet that comes in to pinch hit for the pitcher in the NL. What are you going to do in the AL? Be the designated hitter? I just don't I don't get it. I know the Indians were trying to trade off pieces, but I, this makes no sense. Maybe it's because Sandoval isn't being owed as much as Rosario is. For the, the Braves, this is great because you're still needing some outfield help because you lost Acuna. But you'll find out as we go on. They just kept trading for outfielders and kept trading for outfielders. And you're like, what are you doing? Why are you trading for so many outfielders? <laughs> then comes one of the most, I wouldn't say wild trades, but more of the weird trades. Because you have the Twins trading right-handed pitcher Jose, Barre- uh, Jose Barrio, which is their ace in a sense, to the Blue Jays for Austin Meadows, which is prospect number 16 in the whole entire baseball. And Simeon Woods Richardson, 
which is the number 68 in baseball. So the top two prospects, in a sense, from the Toronto Blue Jays was traded to the Twins for Jose Barrios. So if you're the Twins, you're like, holy crap, we just got that for Jose Barrios? Because Jose Barrios isn't even having a great year. He's having an, like a... He's having he's not having a phenomenal year. He's having an okay goodish year. So to get two high prospects for him, you've got to take that and go. And it just shows how much the Blue Jays needed starting pitching and they had to go out there and get it. And they did. Moving on to the next trade, you had the Marlins trading outfielder Adam Duvall to the Braves for young catcher Alex Johnson. So like I said, oh, now the Braves are getting another outfielder, Adam Duvall. Now he's more of a utility man, so Adam Duvall works for them. We'll see how that goes. Then Cubs traded um, right-handed pitcher. Uh, right-handed, they traded right-handed pitcher Craig Krimble to the White Sox for second base Nick Matt Madrigal, which is on IL for the rest of the season. And right-handed pitcher Cody Cody Howard. Cody Howard can throw a, fa- a sinker up in the 90s, high 90s. And Nick Madrigal is a utility man who has phenomenal speed, and he puts the ball in play a lot. So, honestly, the Cubs got really good pieces back for Craig Kimball. Craig Kimball doesn't have to move houses because he stayed in Chicago. And I like this move a lot by the Cubs. The White Sox, they gave up maybe too much, but, I mean, Nick Hoyer's not having a great year, so you, you have to give up a little more. Nick Madrigal's on the aisle. You don't know how bad his injury is and if he will return to the same after this injury. So it's a good trade by the White Sox as well. Then the Cubs go at it again, and they're like, you know what, we got to get rid of him. we got to get rid of Javier Baez. You knew Javier Baez and Chris Bryant were going to be on the move, and a lot of people thought Chris Bryant was going to go to the Mets. And then uh, it got later in the day, and they're like, no, Javier Baez is going to the Mets. And that happened. Cubs traded Javier Baez and Trevor Williams to the Mets for outfielder Pete Crow Armstrong, which is their first round pick from last year. And I was watching this YouTuber. Um, he's a huge Mets fan. He lives up in New York. And he was so excited about the Javier Baez trade. He was live streaming the trade deadline. And then all of a sudden, the news came in that they traded Pete Crow Armstrong for Javier Baez. And he just went silent. Because he did not want that to be a part of the trade. But he's also injured. Pete Crow Armstrong is injured. So you don't know what the severity is of the injury for Pete Crow Armstrong. And I think they got a really good haul back. You got a pitcher that you needed. And you got Javier Baez to team up with Francisco Lindor when he comes back. So I think the Mets did all right. I just think if you're a Mets super fan and you liked Pete Crow Armstrong, you're a little disappointed they gave up their first round pick from last year. But other than that, I mean, it's a great trade. You got two players for one, and you, I always think you trade superstars for prospects because you don't know what the prospect's going to do. You know what the superstar is going to do. So that's just how I feel. Then the, here, like These are some smaller trades. You have the Twins trading right-handed pitcher J-Hap to the Cardinals for left-handed pitcher Evan Sisk and right-handed pitcher John Grants. The the Cardinals, as you will tell later down, uh, they decided to start becoming the nursing home for pitchers. They start taking in the older pitchers, and they still have Adam Wainwright pitching for them. And now you have <laughs> Jay Happ. I think their average for starting pitcher age is like 35 or 37. <laughs> then they go out and trade uh, for John Lester. The Nets traded John Lester to the Cardinals for outfielder Lane Thomas. Lane Thomas is a good outfielder prospect that people have high hopes for, so the Nets got that real well for you. You also have Indians trade uh, Jordan Loop Low and DJ Johnson to the race for Peyton, Peyton Benenfield. Uh, Benenfield's having a great uh, 
season down in the minors. Indians wanted to trade some players away to get this young prospect. They got what they wanted. It's a smaller one. Then the Kansas City Royals went out and traded outfielder Jorge Soler to the Braves for right-handed pitcher Casey Kulich. Casey Kulich is a tall, big prospect pitcher. He's, I think, 6'4". He's like 6'4", 240. He can throw some high fastballs. And honestly, I think I like the trade. As a Royals fan, you're like... Do you really want to get rid of Jorge Soler? Well, think about it. He's had a horrible season. I'm, I don't care what you want to call the last month. He's He had a horrible season before the All-Star break. He comes back and he was he was hitting nukes. He found his swing. And you didn't know if he was going to keep the swing up or was he going to fall back down to earth like he was um, before the All-Star break. And so his potential for trade went up. And the Royals were like, you know what, we'll take we'll take it and throw it, and we'll just we'll be okay with it. And they got back a young prospect, so we'll see what happens. But I mean, I'm okay with the trade. Jorge Soler is getting paid a lot of money. He hasn't been living up to that money, so just trade him away. Then the Pirates trade right-handed pitcher Richard Rodriguez to the Braves for Bryce Wilson and Ricky DeVito. Richard Rodriguez is the closer for the Pirates. He moves over to the Braves, where Will Smith has been the closer. And they keep saying Will Smith will be the f- closer for the foreseeable future. So Ricky Rodriguez will be the setup man. But you could also just flip it every other day. Like you get the saves every other day. Flip it to Ricky, Rick, uh, Rodriguez. And then give it to Will Smith. So you don't have to burn through your closing pitchers. And then the second to last trade. The Diamondbacks trade Joaquin Soria to the Blue Jays for a player to be named later. Joaquin Soria is having an okay year for the Diamondbacks. But the Blue Jays are like we need another pitcher. A bullpen pitcher to be exact. And so we'll go get Joaquin Soria. What's the worst he can do? Below 20 games. I don't think he's going to do that. I think he'll be an okay fit for the Blue Jays. And then the very last trade is involving the Cubs. The Cubs, right before the deadline ended, traded Chris Bryant, third baseman Chris Bryant, that is correct, to the Giants. For outfielder Alexander Canario, which is number 9 on the Giants prospect board. And right-handed pitcher Caleb Killian, number 30 prospect on the Giants board. And at the beginning of this, guys, like when this trade first came out, there was talk. Bart Bart was being traded and Wade Jr. Literally the top, top five, like top five prospects were being traded for Chris Bryant. And people were like, oh, that's over overhaul. And then they got this out. And then you're like, what did did they... did the Cubs get fleeced? Like, only giving up their number 9 and 30, the Giants did, to get Chris Bryant? Like, what? why couldn't the Mets do this to get Chris Bryant instead of Javier Baez? And I think what the Mets wanted, they wanted Javier Baez more than Chris Bryant. I'll just tell you how it is. I think they liked Javier Baez more than Chris Bryant. Not just because of what Javier Baez brings to the team, but because of... The connection he has with Marcus Stroman, who's a starting pitcher for the Mets, who he also has a connection with Francisco Lindor. They're like, you know what, let's bring in Javier Baez. And so they did that. But yeah, the Cubs traded Chris Bryant to the Giants. He didn't think the Giants were going to do anything. Because listen, the Giants are the surprise team of the, the whole MLB. They're first in the NL West, ahead of the Dodgers, ahead of the Padres. They're playing really well. And no one thought they were here, so were they going to trade their prospects away or were they just going to keep it and set? be like, oh wow, this is a shocker to all of us. So do we want to keep it going or do we just want to ride it like the way it is and not lose anything and just still try to build on it come next year? Or do we go for it right now? And they're like, you know what? Let's take a chance. We'll go for it right now. Let's go get Chris Bryant. They go out and get Chris Bryant. 
and the rest is history now because they're playing for each other. The funny thing is, is Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez, and Chris Bryant, all three Cubs, went to all three different teams, right? In their debut for those two three teams, they each hit a home run in their debut. Insane, right? It's crazy. So, that is insane. That is crazy. The tread tread trade deadline was insanely amazing. So, I'm very happy to say is as a baseball fan, as a sports fan, that was the most fun I had on Thursday or excuse me, sorry, on Friday watching Twitter go bizarre with trades. That was so much fun. I loved it. That was the craziest trade deadline in MLB history. Probably. 100%. It was awesome. So, uh, sorry this was all just about trades, but it was amazingly fun for me to talk about and go over with you guys if you're listening. I love you all. Thanks for joining. I'm in Kentucky. I love you guys. Peace.